What is up, y'all? Welcome back to the Mind to Muscle podcast. I'm your host, Maddie Bunker. And I'm your other host, Bailey Delory. Oh, Bailey, what is going on with your life? I feel like it's been so long since we recorded. Yeah, wow. It's been like, what, a week and a half? Yeah, it feels like... Yeah, but then (laughs) there's nothing going on with my life. It's like... (laughs) <laughs> kind of the same kind of the same thing as always except for now I'm trying to convince you to move here so that's my new like to do on my task list so everybody basically needs to tell Maddie that she needs to move to Austin I'm gonna get like so many messages like our girls move to Austin <laughs> I feel like so many of them though like do- none of them live here and I feel yeah. like we have a decent amount of girls on like the other spots you're looking at so I feel like they're not going to but like the content I mean like you just really just honestly it's just a business investment truly no it really is I mean the whole <laughs> move is a tax write-off <laughs> and I'm already coming to visit you next week <laughs> I know so we're apartment shopping absolutely I told my parents I was like bt dubs Maddie's um considering moving to Austin and then I told them that you were looking at like Nashville and Georgia and they were both like oh obviously she should just move here oh I love that oh <laughs> Like, All right. I think I'm crazy because I'm visiting you so much and now I might move there. Nah, I know. Like, how funny is this though, that we literally met online and now it's like, oh, you should just live here. I know. Seriously. I love it. This is why I love the internet. Seriously. <laughs> okay. Win, win for the week. Um, Health and fitness win for the week. We'll, we'll start there. Um. Okay. Obviously, I have to say that I continued doing 75 hard during my three-day road trip I haven't talked about yeah. on here yet um I was impressed. yeah it was honestly way easier than I thought like it really wasn't hard I just like the first so we left on Tuesday and so I just got up that morning and went to the gym and then we headed out and I just like chugged a bunch of water in the morning and then um we like headed out and we're on the road and then around like two or three we stopped for lunch and just did a little 45 minute walk which it was in Evanston Wyoming and it was like snowing and winding so oh my gosh your brother's a trooper yeah seriously he did the whole walk with me and he was like this is horrible because it was so cold but he was like honestly I feel so much better now like we walked 45 minutes and it just like felt a lot better so it was good and the food wasn't bad like I just brought sourdough bread and make sandwiches broth veggies and stuff so it went really well and then yeah the same thing the second day I just got up early went to the hotel gym and did our walk and so it really wasn't bad and Zach even said he's like honestly like that made the drive so much better because we took that break and then I felt like I could drive longer and he drove the entire way I did not even step in passenger the- princess for you cool. yeah, I, like, wow, I love being a passenger princess I had my little heated blanket over there oh my gosh I'm dead that is like yeah that is nice though just because it can you like I feel like when you're in the car like that all day you just feel so like eh. yeah seriously I know and it honestly like went by really fast because I was just like working the whole time and mm-hmm. With the walks and stuff, like, it really wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. And poor guy, he's driving home right now alone. I'm luckily flying. Well, I'm flying to Austin, actually. Yeah. (laughs) Wow, yeah. He really got kind of screwed over in this process. I know. (laughs) He just, like, likes driving. And I kept asking. It was funny, though, because we, like, pulled over at one place. And then, like, we were in the car. And I, like, had – I put my blanket back on. And I was starting to eat my food. And then I was like, oh, um, did you you want me to drive? (laughs) He's like, no, it's fine. I got it. I mean, he was going to take it alone originally. Yeah. Like the whole yeah, trip. Yeah. Yeah. So, he said it was nice to just have someone like talk to and stuff. So 
I can't do that with Jake. Like, if we take long road trips, he, like, gets so tired that I I can't be a passenger princess. <laughs> That's so funny. Sadly. I, yeah. I love being a passenger princess. But, <laughs> yeah, that's my win is continuing and I'm almost done. I have like, what, 10 days left at 75 hard, which is crazy. That is. I'm like so excited for you to be here so we can like go get you some pizza or something. I'm, like, I'm planning yeah, it more than you are, but. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm excited. But what's your health and fitness win? Um... Not that, like, this is what my life's all about, but, like, I do get to go into a cut MA, so I am, like, excited for it just because I've been yes. growing for a while, but, like, I don't think that, like, it's exciting, but I think it's almost just, like, kind of, like, I don't know the wording for it, but, like, revamped my, like, push to, like, keep growing because it's, like, okay, like, I've got six weeks, basically, like, let's yeah. really freaking push it and really keep growing and then cut so I'm excited I'm so excited to see your cut because you're gonna be like the true example of like take time to grow before you cut because you have like you can tell you have so much muscle and when you cut it's just gonna be insane Maddie you're making me blush <laughs> I'm excited for you Maddie's like growing season right now hitting push days we got push I know I feel I've been feeling so good in the gym and I like I'm literally eating over 2,500 calories and I today I felt so lean and I was like what is happening like I just feel so confident and good and I'm getting love that. stronger so y'all watch out I'm gonna be jacked again <laughs> literally though but she's not gonna hurt her shoulder this time uh, we're being my form has been so good especially upper body like I'm like I don't even care about the weight I'm just slowing down really doing the easy mm-hmm. tricks and like form is perfect I know Meg's like keeping you in check because she yeah. still does that with me with my back. So I was like, oh, Maddie's going to be totally fine. It's like nice like for a coach, like it just checks your ego now and then. So it's yep. needed. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Non-health and fitness win. <sighs> this is so hard because it's literally our lives. <laughs> literally like what? Your sam- like, low-key though, that is a win. Your sandwich you're eating on your TikTok low-key looks so good. Yeah, y'all know how obsessed I am with my sandwiches and Publix, which is a grocery store here in the South, is they have the best Publix, the the best subs, and they're so good. <laughs> I had one yesterday, and I'm probably going to go back like every day until I leave here because they're so good. You're like, I've never seen someone love sandwiches more, to be completely honest with you. Like, oh, they're just so good. Like the bread and like it's high pro you can make a high protein and veggies like it's just it's so good i love it i'm dead it's not I really a it. win, that's i guess an exciting thing of my week <laughs> <laughs> we'll count it as a win it's the good little food's always a win honestly yeah seriously what's your okay, high? what's your mine um you're it is like I don't know why this is always so hard I always pick like the most insignificant things on my check-ins with Megan Caro when I like have like a win for the week I mean like Loki I don't know if this is a win but it was just exciting because I got more clothes because I had gift cards I hadn't used I'm like using all my gift cards this week I'm using my Starbucks gift card using (laughs) my clothing gift cards but yeah and my new um Vitality stuff came in today which was very exciting because I branched out and I got something that was was it neutrals? Oh, oh! I did see your TikTok. The little, the little set. Everything okay. I order is like always black and like gray and white or creams. Yeah. So I got green, but like it's like a matching set. It's cute, but like I just feel so weird wearing matching sets. Like I feel Same. like it's way too much. To, it's just like I, I'll wear them separate, but I just don't Same. think that I am a matching set girly. 
Yeah, I I don't think I've ever worn a matching set, and I just don't think I like some girls look so good, but I just don't. I just can't. I feel like I look like a like a giant green marker. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) especially the green vitality like sweatsuit that is like so. Oh my gosh! Remember when I put that on when it came in when you were there, and I put on the green sweats and the green top because I look like Kermit the freaking frog. Seriously. That's so. Funny. But I can wear black and black, like. But I feel like that's yeah. That's uh, I wear black on black on. every day. I wore blue on blue, but it was like a navy blue today, so it's very subtle. Okay, yeah, I can I can see that. Or if it's like a sports bra on leggings, but this was like kind of like a cropped tank and shorts, so it's just yeah. like matching together. It just was not the vibe, but it's very cute. Wow, well, love that for you. Thanks for just thriving. I have to use gift cards because uh, I told Jake I'd stop buying athletic apparel, so it's like the only way and that coffee. I can do it. <laughs> yeah but i gift cards guys gift cards it doesn't count if it's a gift card <laughs> it doesn't um okay well i'm so excited for this episode because last week you interviewed me and now i get to interview I know. you <laughs> except i'm just so old guys so like bear with me because i feel like There's i feel so like i'm much. gonna forget the order of things in my life you have like what six or seven years on me that's a lot thanks maddie you're making me feel even better about it. i think i have like six years on you let's not push yeah. it to seven thank you six years six years it's still a lot that's like so i think about that i was thinking about that after i interviewed you i was like how yeah. much of my life has changed from the time that i was your age to now is yeah. just like insane well that's the thing is like that's like crucial six years of your life like so much is probably going to change like I even think about I've been seeing all the TikToks like the 2020 whatever like whenever yes and like my life since then has changed drastically literally like me as a human has changed drastically (laughs) (laughs) literally I was making that real I like made the whatever and I was like my life is literally totally different now it's so crazy I know it's insane um well if you want to kind of just talk about like I guess you growing up, like how you got into sports, if you were always in sports or if you, you know, like whatever. Yeah. Also, oh my gosh, like... guys, my sister just freaking texted me. She just hit 135 on bench. I just have to shout her no, out. Tell her to go She's away right now. Literally 17 years old. I'm so proud of her. I can't. I like if I if there's a day where I bench plates, like just don't even come for me because that will be like peak athleticism. Wow, she's I'm so proud. Well, anyways, sorry. So yeah. <laughs> talk about just like how you got that into sports. Shout out. Yeah. If you how you got into sports, like if you were always active growing up or what that kind of looked like. Yeah, I like was basically like major tomboy, like from when I was younger. So I was always just like really active. I was pretty much like literally I was like a child in elementary school, like wrestling boys, and I had an older brother. So that was just like always ball in like third grade so and pretty much from third grade all the way through like that was like my go-to sport I played like other sports in middle school just to like be in like that athletic period with friends and stuff but like was, I'm pretty sure I also sucked at like like volleyball I was for sure terrible um <laughs> and then as Maddie kind of said like high school in Texas they really push you to like really go for one sport and like really focus on that especially if you want to do it in college so um once I got to high school I only did basketball so I started AAU basketball in like sixth grade and then it was just like all my free time was on that and then in eighth grade for AAU I like switched teams and was on a team with the girls that were at my high school um so that was just like totally different obviously because I was like literally I was like going to middle school classes and then I would leave 
school, once school got out, I would walk up to the high school and then be practicing with them until like literally what you get home at like eight, you do homework, eat dinner and go to sleep. So that was like pretty much my life. And then there was like pretty, a pretty big transition from like my freshman year to my sophomore year, just in like my own skill level. And I got really serious about basketball. And like from that moment on, it was like, I was doing like one-on-one training in the mornings and then going to school and then having practice and having AAU and traveling all summer for AAU and like I was like I knew that I wanted to play in college so Jake my husband will literally like talk so much mess because we were together in high school and I broke up with him once or twice and he was like you broke up with me because all you cared about was basketball so (laughs) pretty much like there was never yeah there was like never really a time in my life where I wasn't like super active or doing something with sports yeah that I mean it's like insane how much time it takes up even in middle school and high school like it literally is your yeah. life um and so if you want to talk about now like did you did you always want to play in college like how did that process look like for you yeah honestly like I don't I can't really remember a time that that wasn't like a goal of mine and yeah. like you know when you're younger and you think you're gonna play pro and then like you realize that that's really hard and like also like they don't really care about women's professional sports but there definitely like wasn't a time that I don't think that that was a goal of mine, which is why I put like so much time and effort into it. And like, as an adult, you're like, oh my gosh, it was just basketball. Like it's just a sport. But like at the time that was just like my whole world. Like that was so important to me. It was like a lot of how I like built confidence and like found identity in myself was like being an athlete was being good at basketball. Like in high school, that's how people knew me. And so to picture my my life without that was really really hard for me especially like at that time so was was there like a school that you dreamed of going always or what was your process like choosing a school to go to yeah I mean when I was younger probably like UT just because I was in Austin but then I realized I wasn't good enough for that so um <laughs> I got offers from several schools and, you know, I don't really remember like how I even like got in contact with Utah State. Um, I mean, my dad played football there originally, so that might have been a push and I just had family in Utah because that's where I was born. Um, And I like went to a camp there and visited and stuff. and I just like fell in love with it. And it really at that point didn't matter what any other school probably said to me. Like I just had it in my mind that that's where I wanted to go and like nobody was really going to tell me otherwise. So I went on different visits to a bunch of different schools and like had really good offers and several scholarship offers. And I actually like, I'm, I like want to say now that I'm dumb, but I totally believe everything happens for a reason. But like in the moment, probably dumbly turned down a lot of those offers and went to Utah state as a preferred walk on. So my parents were probably like, what is this child thinking? But (laughs) That's so funny. So did you end up ever getting a scholarship from there? I know you transferred. How long were you there? Yeah. So at the end of my freshman year, um, they put me on scholarship. So I stayed one more year after that on scholarship. So I was there my freshman and sophomore year and then um, actually transferred to Tarleton State, which I don't even like know that was a school before then. It's like in Texas and kind of like a smaller town out towards Fort Worth, basically, for lack of like people really knowing the small parts of Texas um and then was like on scholarship there and then I played two years at Tarleton and then actually stayed in school because so many of my classes were this is like a whole thing but so many of my classes were messed up that when I finished basketball I actually had to stay two more years to finish my nursing degree because 
Utah State was like a whole experience of learning lessons in its own. And they had put me in a lot of the wrong classes. So when I got to Tarleton, they were like, who was making your schedule? It's like, well, we had advisors. And they're like, like, your classes are really messed up. Like, to the point that when I got to Tarleton as a junior, I was having, I had to take freshman English my junior year of college because classes had gotten messed up. So it was like a whole, again, everything happens for reasons. It's like the most cliche thing, but I like will stand by that as a statement forever, probably. Yeah. So I guess after sports talk about kind of like the transition from being a college athlete and then just stopping not playing basketball anymore like that was your entire life your identity for so long and then one day it just kind of like ended and how was that for you yeah it was hard I think I almost honestly went through part of that while I was still playing because it was like such a hard transition going from you know you are in high school and like everybody is the best at their high school and then you get to college and everybody was the best where they were and not that I by any means expected to go to Utah State and get all this playing time, but it was just a really hard transition of like playing every minute of every game to not playing at all. And like, it's just that like was a really, really hard transition for me on top of like not necessarily being the best like environment to be in with like some of the coaching staff at the moment in time when I was there. It just wasn't like the healthiest thing. Like my confidence was super shy. I honestly like hated, I hated basketball when I was there. Like I, before I transferred to Tarleton to play, I was like really even like debating if I even wanted to play anymore. Like I was kind of debating just transferring back to a school by home and like literally just finishing school out. And so um, like that was just, again, like most of my confidence was tied up in that. And like so much of how I viewed myself and my value was like being good at basketball. And so when I felt like I didn't have that anymore, I just didn't see a lot of like, I was like, what, like, what else am I going to do? Like, what else do I have to offer? And so I think going through that in the time was helpful because by the time I did transfer to Tarleton, like I had really already gone through a lot of that, like transition and thought process that I got there. It was definitely a healthier environment. I was, you know, loved basketball again and playing there. And so not as much of my identity, I guess, was like tied up in that, but definitely still was. And so coming out of basketball was just kind of like relearning, like, who am I? And like, what do I have to value? And like, what do I want to do with the rest of my life? And like, how do I even work out without playing basketball every day? And so a lot of that was just really like a learning experience. Yeah. So uh, did you like, start working out immediately after you stopped to basketball or were you I know a lot of people go through like they hate exercise after sports because they're yeah. so burnt out so what did that look like for you I think because so many people and like we had ex-players that were on staff and stuff and like so many people had told me like oh you're gonna gain weight when you finish like oh like it's just so hard and like I saw so many people like understandably after playing four years of collegiate sports wanting to take a break but then like they really had a hard time getting back into it and I think I was so terrified of that that I was like I can't take time off or I feel like I'm not going to keep doing it and I'm gonna get fat so like I literally like finished our last game and then I don't even think I took any time off I like immediately just like kept out because I was so scared that if I let myself have a break that I wasn't going to like continue it yeah and so what did your relationship with exercise and with food look like after sports I feel like even us not even knowing each other what maybe like less than a year 
you could attest this I am like very yeah. type a like not extremist but I do really really like I'm like really a zero or 100 kind of person like I'm either like giving something 100% and there's like no if ands or buts or in between or I'm just like not gonna do it and yeah. so you know and I think that's a really common thing honestly with a lot of athletes is just because oh, yeah. that's been yeah your entire experience has been having to push and you're literally always trying to be better than people and so I think I had a really hard time like separating that mindset when I was like transitioning out of sports and like yeah, I lifted weights in college, but I just like, it was a thing I did because I had to do that. It wasn't like, oh, I love this or like, I know what I'm doing or I'm paying attention. And like, we always used to have to, we used to like complain about having to go to weights and we were like, oh, I don't want to get like big and bulky. And so I think that in that, like, I thought if I lift a lot, I'm going to be really bulky. So I need to like keep doing a ton of cardio because obviously with basketball, I was doing a ton. So like initially it was just that it was like, I was just taxing my body so much because I felt like I had to keep running like I did when I played basketball and I would lift, but it would be like, like kind of what you did, like supersets and a really high rep. And I was, I would not lift heavy weight cause I didn't want to be bulky. And then it was just like this kind of cycle with food of like, I used fitness pal. It told me like 15 or 1600 calories. And so I was like, okay, if I want to lose weight, like that's what I have to eat. So I would like try to stick to that, but I was never like consistent with it. And so I would like go through these periods of like, I would really be stringent with that. And then I would fall off or I wouldn't track super accurate, or I would just like go on the weekend and do whatever I wanted. So there was never really like any structure. Yeah. And I think that's so, that's so relatable because I mean, I went through the same thing and I know so many of our girls have gone through that too. And when they come into this program, they do have that all or nothing mindset that I have to, you know, go boss the wall or I'm doing nothing. And, you know, being an ex-athlete, that's something that they've struggled with and navigating what do I do after sports and how do I eat for my body? How do I fuel and things like that? And it's just such a hard transition. And so I think like a lot of people can relate to that because it is, it is so hard and no one really like teaches you how to transition Mm -hmm. out of that. Yeah, for sure. And I think you had to be in like in a spot to like even be perceptive to that because there's definitely a lot of things they don't teach you like even as a collegiate athlete, but I definitely had coaches like looking back on it that like I could have taken the opportunity to like learn a lot of that stuff from but like, I just wasn't in a place to like be perceptive that like at both schools, I honestly had like really amazing strength coaches like at Utah State, I had Alan Bishop, who's literally amazing. And at Tarleton, um, I had his name was Coach Cole, and he had like coached at like A&M and all of this stuff like I had really good coaches, but at the time when you're playing basketball, like weights just doesn't seem like an important thing to you. Again, it was just like a thing I thought I had to do. And so I just like wasn't in a place to even like capitalize on like learning from those situations because I, I was like, I don't really care about that. Like, I just want to, I want to be good at basketball. and like, that's not that yeah. important. Yeah. And I think that's like, you don't really think about the future. You think about your body, yeah. you think about, I need to be in shape for basketball and I want to be as good as I can for basketball. And so that's lots of cardio and eating the right way and things like that. But they don't teach you like about protein or the basics of nutrition. They just tell you to eat a lot because you're burning a lot of calories. And so it's just like not something that you're prepared for or that you think or plan for. Yeah, absolutely. And that was like, that was my focus was like, how many calories am I burning? And your Apple watch and whatever is measuring your calories you burn is literally not accurate. But like, I didn't know that. And so yeah. 
everything, every workout I was doing, like my Apple watch had to be on and counting every calorie. And I would go to the gym and I'd be like, okay, I cannot get off the elliptical until I burnt X amount of calories. Like that was kind of my stipulation of like, I'm my workout's not done until X amount of calories are burnt, which was so unhealthy. But that, that was like my thought process. That's how I structured my workouts was like, how can I burn the most amount of calories humanly possible during this workout so that I can eat, eat enough food later so that I can eat what I want to eat. Yeah. And so I want to talk more about that. Like, how did you go from doing so much cardio and restricting yourself and things like that to learning more about strength training and properly fueling your body and things like that? Yeah. And like, this is a thing where it's just like so hard for me to remember, like the specific time where that was that flip. Like, I don't even know if there was really like a specific instance in time where I was like, oh, I really realized that. I think it was just like this progression of me learning more through like researching stuff because I had like, I was obviously interested in that and I was in nursing school. So I was like, obviously learning a lot about the body. And like, that's just always been things that were really intriguing to me. And at this point I had gotten back together with Jake. um, (laughs) And like, he's always been really interested in that as well. And like, you know, researching things like that. And so like, I would have him make workouts for me. We would just like go through stuff like that. And so it was, I think kind of being involved in the fitness space. And I think that was like an evolution you saw in that as well with women, especially at that time was like learning that women could lift heavy and that didn't mean you were going to get bulky and like you could eat more food and it was going to be okay. And like, I think it was like kind of this progression of understanding of me, like realizing like, oh, okay, like, it's okay for me to lift heavy weights. It's okay for me to actually eat food. Like, I don't have to literally go run two miles every day, just to eat dinner. So I think it was more so like this progression of understanding and like, just me taking the time to like research and learn things. And my brother was like a, my older brother's a personal trainer. Like he doesn't do that for his job, but he got certified and he was like coaching football at a school and stuff. And so like just talking to him and things like that and just kind of learning as much as I could. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people have like very interesting stories and like crazy stories and transitions and things like that. And I feel like we're very similar of like, I I mean, yeah, I went through the restrictive phase, but it was never like anything crazy. Uh, and yeah. I don't remember a time where it was like, oh, that just like happened. Like I just changed, you know, it was just like, it's so crazy thinking back of like, how did that happen? How did I get into strength? Yeah. Like, people ask me and I'm like, I kind of know, but like, not really. Yeah. Again, it was like just this like kind of gradual thing. And then I really just like fell in love with it. And it was, it like transition from this thing that was like, okay, I have to do this or I'm going to be fat and I have to do this or I can't eat as much food to like, I love to do this. And like, I just, I feel good when I do this. I mentally feel better when I do this and like learning that there's times where I need to rest and switching out of that mentality of like, I have to work out and I have to do something every single day to like, again, finding kind of that like middle ground. It really was just like this progression of me learning from trial and error over time. Yeah. I want to switch gears a little bit and talk kind of like about your nursing background and then how you transitioned (laughs) started to want to be a coach. Like why did you choose nursing and then why did you leave nursing? (laughs) Yeah. I, I changed my mind quite a bit actually. So it was at at Utah State, I had originally, when I went to college, wanted to be a coach. So I was going to go get like a degree to like teach and then get into coaching. And then basketball just wasn't what I thought it was going to be. I kind of like was falling out of love with that. And so I was like, well, I don't want to coach anymore. So at Utah State, I was like, well, physical therapy sounds cool. So I switched to be a pre-physical therapy major. And then I just like was honestly just went through this like whole, it was literally like an identity crisis when I was like leaving Utah State, like 
I was fine. Like, I don't want it to be like this whole dramatic thing. And it's the thing. It's like, it's just basketball, but it was really important to me. And I just was yeah, not in a good headspace. Like I used to call my parents crying like every day. Like I just, it was just literally, I just was not in a good headspace. I was like, yeah. I don't know what I want to do. Like, I don't want to like, I don't want to do physical therapy, but I don't know what else I want to do. And I just like really honestly had no clue. And Jake's stepmom's a nurse and he was like you should look at nursing like I feel like you'd be really good at that and like it's kind of it's like similar it's like what you're interested in like jokes on me I was like I don't want to do PT because I don't want to be in school for three more years but then I ended up being in school for a long time anyways and so I was like I looked into it and I was like I think that's what I want to do so that's kind of like weirdly why I like pushed into nursing and then I I just loved it and I think it is like a challenge. It's a very challenging major, which I like that aspect of it and like really poured myself into it. I was probably again, per usual zero to 100 way too extreme. I studied so much. I like literally got all, I like would freak out if I didn't get an A on a test, like just needed to chill out, but that's kind of how I got into that. And then, um, I got a job in critical care coming out of college. So I worked in ICU at a hospital in Austin, probably for about out um, a year and a half and then left that hospital to work at a hospital like actually closer to my house is like a quote-unquote travel job like they were offering travel styled contracts but for local nurses and so um, I just like kept renewing contracts through that because it was more money so I was like why not but I started my nursing career basically at the height of COVID so it definitely took like a mental toll for sure and they were obviously offering like a lot of bonus and picking up extra shifts which I probably shouldn't have taken as much advantage of that as I did and so between that and like working nights for the first year and a half like I was just like drained like mentally drained physically drained I hated it I was anxious all the time like it just I was just like literally not happy and like every time I was driving into work I was like oh my gosh like this it's just like the pit in your stomach anxiety like it was just hard like it was a really hard thing to like do with everything going on and so I ended up leaving bedside nursing to do like an outpatient job um doing like outpatient anesthesia dental offices so I switched into that it was definitely a lot like easier and less taxing but I just like didn't love it like I was like I'm not excited to go to work I'm not passionate about this and so much of your life is spent at your job that I didn't want my whole life to be spent doing something that I didn't love doing yeah I can't even imagine and like we have a lot of girls who are nurses and do nice yeah. things like that and I respect them so much because I know I could never do that <laughs> yeah nursing's a it's a rough job that's why like props to people that stay in it and stay in bedside like we obviously need it it just was like that was not me like I didn't love it and it was just like this is not worth like the toll it's taking on me so props to people that like do it for years and years and years Seriously. Yeah. So, so from that, how did you get into the coaching space? Yeah. So I, again, like I said, I had always obviously been into like health and fitness and working out. And I, I had always, I had always been something that I was like into on my own personal time, like learning about that and pro I would like program for myself and me and Jake would like program for each other. And I would program for like family members and friends. And so it had always been something that I was like, had spent time researching and had been in. And I was obviously consistently at this point, like strength training and I was tracking and things like that. And so um, it had been, been an idea. I think that me and Jake had, had tossed back and forth a couple of times. Cause like that had been something that he had always been interested in. And I was like, well, I'm just, I'm going to get my certification. Like I have some extra time, like with not being in the hospital. And like, I had the bandwidth at this point to like pour into other things. Um, so I like got that and I started like doing some like, um, in person and online kind of simultaneously and, 
and uh jake had like kind of been like dabbling with the same thing and he was like well i found this guy that like helps you start your online business because like obviously we didn't know what we were doing so we like talked it was zach megan's boyfriend and um got on a call with him and we're like okay like let's do it and so originally me and him were going to start like an online thing together and then jake just was like i do not like posting on social media like i, I can't do not see him not. doing that at all <laughs> He hated it. And I hated it at first too. I was like, oh my gosh, nobody wants to see this. Like this is, you know, it's like you just yeah. literally like out of nowhere start posting the stuff on your account. Like it wasn't even like this gradual progression. It was like pretty like yeah. drastic from what I was putting on social media. And it was just like, that was definitely like a mental hurdle of like, what are people going to think of me? And like, you know, yeah. just like the typical run of the mill, like imposter syndrome and just feeling like weird putting that stuff out there. And it was definitely a mental hurdle that I had to work through. And Jake was like, I, I, and he had some other things coming up at work that he was excited about. And he was like, why don't like, we just like really pour into this for you. Like I'll stay with something more stable. And then that way, like, if you're at a point where you want to transition, like we kind of have flexibility for you to do that. So forever thankful for him for being super like oh, supportive so of me. Supportive. Yeah. Shout out to Jake. I usually bag him on here, but yeah, I'll be nice. Talk a mess, but <laughs> And he's so, somewhere in there. Yeah, he's not too bad. So it was just that I was kind of trying to balance, like really trying to get like my business up and running. But I was obviously still working full time at my job Monday through Friday. So it was just it was hard to have the time to like pour into both of those. And I really loved the training aspect, but I hated the business aspect. I just didn't like it. It wasn't my thing. It stressed me out. So I I kind of was like, I like, I was kind of at a loss of like, I don't feel like this is ever going to work, but I also don't want to keep doing my like nursing job. Yeah. So then what made you decide or like, did you know assistant coaching was an option? Like, how did you get into that? Like, why did you decide to switch to that? Yeah. So I hadn't, I didn't really know again, I didn't know a ton about the online space until we started working with Zach and then just like through that and making connections there with other people. Like I started seeing people like posting openings for like assistant things and like people that were in the same business program with us. And so I was like, Oh, like, you know, that'd be really cool. So I talked to Zach about it, which is like his thoughts on that. And he was like, yeah, that's like totally a super awesome option. Like, you know, some people just don't like the business side of things and there's nothing wrong with that. And so I had talked to him about it. I was like, do you know anybody looking for one? He was like, not right now. And so then on my check-in, at this point, I was I was working with Megan and Caroline. And so um, I like put something about it on my check-in and Caroline, shout out Caroline, the true queen, was Here's like, sick. oh, like, I didn't know you were looking at being an AC. I have two girls who are like looking for ACs right now. And she sent me your application and another one. So I filled them both out and then had interviews with both of you and like, I, it was just like the, the synchronicities in our stories and how similar things were like it was just really really crazy like such a small world with so many things I know I was looking for an AC for so long and I interviewed a lot of people and I was like I have decent options but just nothing feels right and I was like so stressed and then I got on a call with you and I was like I want to hire her literally on <laughs> right now like this is perfect we were so similar I feel like we just you know, got along super well. And I was like freaking out though, because I knew that you were interviewing with someone else. And I was like, there's no way she's going to choose me. Like I'm going to offer her the the position, but like, I need to keep looking because I just don't think she's going to pick me. And then I emailed you, offered you the position. And then like a few days later you accepted. And I was like freaking out. I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, 
she attempted I'm so happy like she's literally perfect <laughs> I did yeah I was like seriously so excited it just was like so much of our stories were so similar that it was yeah. just like it would have been dumb for me not to like and it was like just a, a, I mean a testament to my personality and I think the experiences that I had before and yeah you know, me and Jake were having a conversation about it, it just like it was kind of like a, a risk thing I think initially for me to like go that because I was obviously going to leave like a very secure job filled with nursing to like do this and I, I knew that going into it and so that was kind of scary and then I was like well this girl's like a lot younger and like her social media following is not as big so I just feel like it's a little bit more risky and like Jake I was like that scares me and Jake's like yeah but you're always like that like when are you not scared if anything's like not 100% sure like you have to do yeah. like what you feel like is the best fit for you and so I was like obviously you were the best fit for me. So I was like, we're just going to go for it. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to quit my job in two weeks. And Maddie was probably like, oh my hell. Yeah, she's like, I put my two weeks in and I was like, okay, this is real. I got to get her clients ASAP. <laughs> but yeah, I put a lot of pressure on Maddie. But I told her, I was like, I know that there's going to take time. Like we're fine. But I was like, if I'm going to do this, like I'm going to do it. I'm not going to like, again, that's just kind of my personality probably yeah. to a fault at times. of like, I'm not going to have, go into anything so I was like we're doing it then we're doing it yeah and you handled it so well like seriously all the clients you got at once and like I mean just because you're such a good planner and you know type a it works out perfectly because <laughs> we're just so organized and just handled it so well and I mean I could talk about you as a coach forever because you're just the best obviously but um this is going to be a really hard question for you. Oh gosh. I, I don't think know. you're going to ask me something that was hard for me to answer. So I don't know. Like, I don't even think I could answer this, but what's oh, your gosh. favorite thing about coaching? Oh, Maddie, that is hard. I didn't tag that as a question you'd ask me. I thought I'd have a hard time just remembering my life. <laughs> I mean, from a personal perspective, I think that my favorite thing about, you know, like the job that we have is just like, I literally wake up every day, like so thankful for what I'm doing. Like, like when I'm, when I made that real and just realized how much my life had changed in three years of like the fact that I like get to wake up and like do something I love. And I get to work yeah. with people that are like fun to work with and fun to be around. Like, it's literally just enjoyable. Like every day of my life is enjoyable and it's fun. I'm like, yes, there's stressors, but it's just such a different thing than like my career was for so long that it's just like, I just literally wake up excited and happy. And so from a, from a personal side of things, I would say that's the thing that I love the most from like a professional standpoint and working with clients. I think it's just like watching them like change and grow. And like, I just like some, the transition and the transformation that so many of these girls make, like, it's just so fucking cool to see because it's like, I've seen myself go through that. And so watching them and it's like, they start working with you and you know, you're like, if they will like stick with this, like they're going to be a totally different person. And like seeing that that actually happened for them and like the confidence that they have. And just, it's just that it's just so cool to see that happen. Yeah. I mean, it's like, ugh, I could go on forever too. It's the coolest job because we have girls come to us who have similar backgrounds and, and also all types of different backgrounds where they just yeah. feel confident and, you know, and, and they just want to make a change in their life, but they don't know how. And then watching them day by day, just gain confidence and message us that they love going to the gym now. And they were able to wear a sports bra to the gym and that they feel so much more confident mm -hmm. in progress photos and just like watching people literally change their lives. It's just like, it's so amazing. Yeah. And it, it's just, it, it's such a big part of your life. And again, I say this all the time and I think people are like, it's literally just working out. Like it's, it's really not that serious. And like, yes, it's not that serious, but it is a huge part of your life. And like your health is a huge part of your life. And it like, dictates thing. 
Yeah, it dictates so many things. And like, just how you feel and how you carry yourself literally affects every other part of your life. And like, food is a huge part of your life and your culture. And so it's just like that aspect of it alone, like seeing their relationship with food change is huge, because I've been there where it was like, I felt like I couldn't have all these foods or I couldn't like, I would say no to things because I was like, I don't know how I'm going to eat that and fit it in 1500 calories because <laughs> it's really hard to do that. And so again, just like watching them kind of gain that freedom where you feel comfortable and confident enjoying your life. And, you know, they're like, I'm going out with friends and I like, I'm actually having fun because I'm not self-conscious about how I feel all the time. Yeah. So like, yes, it's just going to the gym. Yes. It's just hitting your macros, but it affects so many things yeah there's so much more to it it's it's your life it's your health it's everything and so watching girls quite literally change their life is just amazing um mm-hmm. okay last question if okay you give <laughs> anyone like okay if you could give your previous self advice what would you tell her that's a hard one I've learned so many lessons because I'm so old. Uh, I don't know. That's a hard one, Maddie. I mean, there's a lot of like health and fitness advice that I would give myself, but I think the biggest thing that I've probably learned and like just through college and basketball and career changes is like things aren't going to work out how you think they're going to or how you've planned it in your head. And like, that's okay. They're going to work out how they're supposed to, because I look at everything that I've gone into, whether it was, you know, going to Utah state or getting into nursing or whatever. And like, if you would have asked me how I thought those things were going to be or how they were going to turn out, it would have been polar opposite to how they actually did. But the way that they actually played out was so much better for like my life long-term. And so I think just understanding that and like, not putting so many expectations on yourself and like being okay with things being different than what you think that they should be. Because again, like I, this is so cliche, but it literally it's proved itself time and time again, that like everything happens for a reason. And like, yep, there aren't, you're not making, there's literally, there's no mistakes. Like they're just learning lessons and areas for you to grow. And like all of the things that I could look back at that didn't happen how I wanted them to literally put me in the position I'm in right now. And like, I wouldn't change a single thing about them. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it is cliche, like you said, but seriously, everything happens for a reason. And no matter how badly it sucks right now, mm-hmm. it's, there's going to be a reason. And whether you know it now, or you know, it five years from now, everything happens for a reason. And thinking about that, like makes my life a lot less stressful because I'm like, you know what, I'm going for, through this for a reason. It sucks right now. Yeah. It's going to be better. And I'm going to come out better at the end. Yeah, absolutely. And it always feels like the end of the world when you're in it. And then you get through it and you're like, it really wasn't that serious like yeah. my sister asked me that because she's getting ready to like look at colleges and stuff and she was like do you like regret like going into nursing I was like no because like I learned so much and like I wouldn't be where I was without that like I wouldn't have the friends that I did I wouldn't have the relationships like I may not have ended up with Jake like I wouldn't be working with Maddie so everything works out how it's supposed to it happens for a reason so yeah trust the process yep and now Maddie can move to Austin and my life will be fulfilled and we'll just basically do this forever period the end prepare to be sick (laughs) (laughs) all the content it's coming and we're gonna be all over your tiktok oh yeah sorry we y'all are gonna be sick of us and we don't even care (laughs) oh well thanks for enlightening us on all your life lessons from the old lady yeah i mean my life's really probably not that interesting i feel like i just made it more drawn out than it needed to be but it's just relatable 
Yeah, I'm real, baby. Well, we'll catch you guys next week. Make sure to rate and review the show. Uh, mm-hmm. Follow us on Instagram. All our socials and everything will be linked. Um, and we'll catch you guys next Friday. See you guys next week. Peace.